One must wonder if Republicans will ever, ever, ever learn. And I'm specifically talking about every single time that they make a move to to basically try and thwart democracy. The latest situation, the latest example of this, was in Ohio. Now, I'm sure you've seen this on the news. They had a special election yesterday, yesterday being Tuesday, August 8th. And what is so special about this is a couple of things. Number one, the GOP in Ohio, which is the majority, had already decided that they just weren't going to do any more special elections in August because turnout was so low. There was absolutely no reason to do this. People just didn't care enough. They were either still on some some form of uh, maybe a summer vacation. They just didn't care enough. So they were like, nope, no more special elections. And then a measure winds up on the ballot for November to enshrine abortion rights in the state's constitution. And suddenly, the warning bells went off in all the GOP headquarters and caves and where wherever Republicans go when they're not making complete asses of themselves in various states. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. We cannot, we cannot allow this. Because in Ohio, like most states, if you want to vote on a constitutional amendment, it has to, it basically has to be 51%. I love how they put this, 50% plus one. Okay, so maybe it's 50.1%. But what they were looking at, and they looked at the numbers, that a, I'm not going to say it's a pro-abortion, it's it's a pro-abortion rights. Looking at the polls was over 50%. Some as high as 58% would vote in the positive, in the affirmative, to enshrine such rights in the state constitution. So what did the party of law and order decide to do? Did they decide that they were going to push forth a very positive narrative, PR blitz, try to do their best to get people on their side for the November vote, you know, the thing that you would normally do, you you go out and you, you talk to your constituents and you explain the issue to people and that's the way it works. Those for, those, those against. Try to explain the reason why you're either for something or you explain the reason why you're against something and, and you try to sway people to your side of the equation. That's the honorable thing to do. That's the right thing to do. Is that what the GOP in Ohio did? (laughs) That would be no. That would be no. They decided that, um, okay, how about we do this? How about we hold a, a a special election, a special voting scenario in August... Even though we we voted that we're no longer going to do these special sessions in August, but let's do one. And what we're going to try to do is we're going to get the citizens of Ohio to vote to allow to let's change the rules. 
Let's change the rules. We don't care about majority rule anymore. To hell with democracy. We don't need it. We're going to change the rules. We want everybody to vote, and if it passes, then all amendments are going to require a 60% supermajority. A 60% supermajority. That is exactly what was proposed. And they did this because in all of the polling, except maybe one, which was probably an outlier, pro-abortion rights being enshrined in the Constitution for the state of Ohio maxed out at about 58%. So if they could get this rule changed so that it would require a 60% supermajority, then they felt sure that the abortion amendment in November would fail. That was their goal. Now, if you don't think that that's not a deceptive power grab, you haven't been paying attention. This is ridiculous. And this, is a, this isn't the first state that this type of thing has been attempted. And I think with the, with the exception of one state, the attempt to change the amendment from 50% plus one to a supermajority of 60%, one state actually got it passed. And it didn't have anything to do with an upcoming vote on an amendment for abortion rights. It had to do with taxes. And of course, there's always going to be the scenario where misinformation, just flat out wrong information, the PR machine working overtime to fool people into voting for the wrong way. And that's something that that I learned many, many, many years ago. And one of the reasons why I love mail-in ballots is I would always get on the day of the election, I'd get to the voting precinct, I'd stand in front of that machine, and I would read these amendments that I'm voting on, and, and not anything that was as important as a constitutional amendment for the state that I live in, but the things that you would always have other than, okay, I'm, you know, I'm voting for governor or voting for president, whatever. And I wouldn't understand them. I could not make an informed decision with my vote that very day. So when it was, when it was changed in the state of Georgia, which is where I reside, that you didn't have to have any special circumstances to, to request a mail-in, mail-in ballot. That's what exactly what I did. And then I would see what was on there. And granted, I mean, you could always get an, a, a sample ballot and you could see what was on there. And I would do my research. So when I felt comfortable that I understood exactly what it was that I was voting on, that's when I would vote. And, of course, I'd, I'd send in my mail-in ballot because to hell would go in and standing in a polling precinct. That's absurd. I'm not doing it. And I say all of that because when the Republicans lost this particular scenario, of course, they're trying to blame it on lack of information or the short time span from when they decided to do this to when they actually held the vote. <laughs> I mean, they're going to blame every everything and everyone else other than the fact that they are on the wrong side of history when it comes to a woman's bodily autonomy. No matter which way you cut this, they are wrong. The Supreme Court may have overturned Roe v. Wade, and of course that's what started this shit show. And honestly, I think I'm okay with it now because we're we're seeing the dominoes fall state by state by state by state. 
where these measures come up for a vote and they don't go the way that the Republicans are counting on them to go. And they're left scratching their heads. Or, in the case of Carrie Lake from Arizona, failed uh, gubernatorial candidate, once again, election fraud. That's exactly what she started claiming, election fraud. Had problems with the scanners. And yeah, they did have a problem with a scanner. It was human error. But as was reported, the voting was never held up. It Nobody's vote was not counted. Nobody's vote was counted more than once. Nobody's vote was, was switched. The GOP lost fair and square, and democ- democracy won fair and square. It's like Dennis Willard, who's a spokesman for the opposition campaign, One Person, One Vote. He's the one that called Issue 1, that's what this was called, State Issue 1, a deceptive power grab that was intended to diminish the influence of the state's voters. That's exactly what it was. Quote, today, or tonight rather, is a major victory for democracy in Ohio. Willard told a jubilant crowd at the opposition campaign's watch party, the majority still rules in Ohio. And of course, the president, President Joe Biden, he held Tuesday's result. He released a statement. He said, this measure was a blatant attempt to weaken voters' voices and further erode the freedom of women to make their own health care decisions. Ohioans spoke loud and clear, and tonight democracy won. This is what we want. This is exactly what we want. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Democrats are always right and Republicans are always wrong. However, once the GOP decided to hitch their wagon to Donald Trump to back that asshole, they have pretty much lost in everything that they've attempted to do. I mean, even look at the, their majority in the House. It is so slim. And we expected that. We, we honestly expected it. It's one of those things where whichever, whichever side of the equation that the president is on, like if a Democrat president gets into office, then normally the House and the Senate flop to the opposing side. This time it didn't quite work that way. We had a very, very thin majority in the Senate by way of the vice president. And then that got kicked up a notch when two senators from my home state, Democrats, won their elections, which surprised the hell out of Republicans, I'm sure. And that red wave that was supposed to have taken place in 2022 never materialized. And so what you're seeing here is is this is the same, the same thing that is happening time and time and time again. The GOP will will push a narrative. They'll push an agenda like they did here in Ohio. We've got to make it harder for the citizens of the state to vote on constitutional amendments. We got to make it harder. And then when they lose, which they do nine times out of 10, they will not accept the fact that they are on the wrong side of history. They will not accept the fact that the citizens of the state that they represent don't agree with their shenanigans. I don't care if you're pro-abortion or not. None of us are pro-abortion. We're pro-choice. It's not pro-abortion. It's pro-choice. And that's the thing. They always float it like you're either pro-life or you're pro-abortion. No, you're pro-life, which that's your prerogative. 
or you're pro-choice. And honestly, everybody's pro-choice. It just so happens that your choice is you're on the side of, okay, I don't want this person to have an abortion. And honestly, it's not your call. If it's your body, then don't have an abortion. But if it's Jane Doe down the street, you do not have the right because of some misguided religious belief or whatever it happens to be, you do not have the right to sit in judgment of her and tell her what she can and cannot do with her body. It's not your body. She's not your slave. And she's not the slave of the state or federal governments. She is her own person. She has full autonomy. And that includes if she decides that she does not want to put herself through, maybe it was an accident, maybe it was rape, who cares? Doesn't matter. It's her choice. It's her decision. And the only damn reason why anybody out there is so pro-life, and you can challenge me on this one and, and give me some data and I'll, I'll gobble it up and, and if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But those that, that are proponents of pro-life anti-abortion do it from a foundation of religious faith. And the sad part is they don't understand that the United States is not a Christian nation, was not founded as a Christian nation. Our government is not a Christian government. Our government is a secular government where everybody is treated equally under the law. They can, they can worship the way they want to worship. They don't have to worship. We don't have countrywide sanctioned religion. We don't have a state-by-state state sanctioned religion. We're all allowed to believe or not believe as we see fit. And I believe you're going to continue to see what happened in Ohio will continue to happen state by state by state, where the GOP, for some damn reason, keeps underestimating, like in Ohio. Early voting was off the charts, and there were definitely more women voting than men. And I am, for one, I'm so happy to see that. They're taking up for themselves, and we should also take up for them. Doesn't negate them taking up for themselves, but we need to back them. So I firmly believe that we're, we're going to continue to see this, this type of thing. They're going to continue to try, and they're going to continue to fail. And every time they fail, they're going to blame somebody else, or they're going to come up with some nonsense conspiracy theories about election fraud, Votes being changed, the machines were broken, voters were disenfranchised, just a litany of bullshit reasons. But see, that that right there just demonstrates, yet again, the problem that the GOP has. They can't stand fair and free elections because the majority of the time, they lose. It's the truth. Let me know what you think. Were you following this thing in Ohio with, with any kind of interest? And which side of it did you come down on? Were you for democracy or were you for fascism, basically? Minority rule. That's not what this country is. Let me know. You can leave me a voicemail or you can send me a text. That number is 762-325-1313. Again, that's 762-325-1313. Or you can email me. That's your speed. Show at Donovan Dot com. I'd love to hear from you. Like I said, it doesn't matter which way of the the issue you come down on. I'm just I'm I'm curious. I'm just curious. 
But like I said, I think this this is like the fifth or sixth state, and you're going to continue to see this. It's surprising the hell out of a lot of people. It's a pleasant surprise for the Democrats. It's a horror show for the Republicans. Anyway, this is the Donovan Adkisson Show. I am Donovan, and uh, until next time, take care of yourselves.